This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Lifting off into hour two here of the purple and gold. Point after. 22-21. LSU gets a huge road win on the Plains in Auburn. If you want to jump in the party and have fun, give me a call at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Nobody saw this coming. Even the most diehard LSU fans, I don't think, saw this one happening. But nonetheless, it's great. Enjoy it. 3-0. Two wins away from Tiger Stadium against a top 10 ranked team. Pretty impressive resume early on for the LSU Tigers. Back to the phones we go. Ricky, online one. Go ahead, Ricky. You're on WWL. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Thank you for taking my call. And uh, by starting this, let me thank you for your service to the country. It's second to none. It's unbelievable that a man could risk anything like your life for the country. And, and I love you for that. Thank you. Hey, I, I, I couldn't watch the game today. I had to work. Uh, could you just throw some stats, rushing, passing yards, both teams, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you yeah, so much. I will. I'll do that when I do my uh, scoreboard and uh, game recap coming up at the bottom of this hour. So stick around for that, Ricky. David online, too. Go ahead, David. You're on WWL. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. How you doing, buddy? Good. Hey, uh, I, I got to give the game ball to the defense tonight. Even though, you know, Barrow came up big and, and, and Cole came up big and, uh, you know, they, they shut down the offense of uh, Auburn at their home stadium, you know, for seven points in the second half, you know, and uh, I, I, I can't, you know, give more credit than the defense, you know, and Dave Aranda. And and the question is, 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 is Dave Aranda, you think he's going to be around next year? Or is Ooh. somebody going to try to pick him up or what? Uh, he's a hot commodity, man. Um, I hope he is, but he has aspirations to be a head coach. I know that. Um, okay. He wants to be a head coach, and I think he's going to get his opportunity at some point. I, I think. I think if we do, if we go six and zero and, and move on this year and do pretty good against you know Alabama and, and Georgia, I think he might have that. And what about Joe Burrow? Is he is he going to? Has he got another year of eligibility? Or he's got he two years of eligibility. He's got two years of eligibility. So he got this year and next year then. C- correct. Okay, that's good, and then. But uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't see this one coming. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm a diehard LSU fan. My dad was, you know, and uh, used to listen to the radio on the side of his little clown on, you know, on Saturday nights. And uh, I had us at basically one and a half and one and a half because the the, the, the the Miami game I was a fifty fifty on that one. To be honest with you, but uh, I, I didn't really see this one coming out here playing away. Uh, as good as uh, Auburn did last year and all, I, I, I just didn't see that one coming. But uh, I look forward to the rest of the year. It looks like it's going to be exciting now, you know. It's just, it's, yeah. Uh, it's going to take up my Saturdays now. Yeah. I mean, there's genuine excitement about this LSU team and the prospects now that weren't there three weeks ago. 
they weren't there. The excitement wasn't there. The the the, the expectation and 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 uh, fervor for LSU wasn't there amongst the fans. Now they're reengaging, rightfully so. Well, David, how do you think the media is going to handle that now? You know, now that they they kind of been putting us off and saying, you know, well, we had this controversy with quarterbacks left and all that, and people left well, our program and stuff. And David, I think I think you answered a lot of naysayers today when you go on the road and get your second win of the year away from Tiger Stadium against the top 10 team. You can say Miami was perhaps overrated, and I would agree with that. You can't say Auburn was overrated. They beat a legitimate playoff contending team today, a legitimate playoff contending team. A lot of people had Auburn in that conversation at the season's end of being in the top four and one of the top four teams to play for the play, play in the playoffs. They did. So they did. The, the, the national media – the national media and myself included have to recognize what LSU's accomplished, and this is a legitimate win, a significant win. All right, Christian, thank you for taking my call, buddy. You bet, David. Enjoy the rest of your night, George. Online too. Go ahead, George. You're on WWL. Thank you for uh, taking my call, uh, Mr. Christian. You bet. I knew it was going to take a, uh, a kick to win it, and uh, when they did it, and I, I can say this: Look out, Ole Miss, Mississippi State. And uh, Georgia, Alabama, because uh, new LSU, they are for real this year. Yeah, like, it's, isn't it amazing the, the difference that we now look at LSU in a different scope? I mean, we're using words like they're legit, it's, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I don't know if I want to say they're a playoff team right now. I'm not going to say that after one win, a, a very impressive win. Yeah, but, sir. Um, I'm certainly I'm certainly coming off my original take of this is an eight win football team because they they've already got three, they've already yeah. got three. Yeah, sure. Think about that. Think about this. Think about this. So Vegas had them at over and under seven. So a lot of people said seven. A lot of people said eight. Okay. So because um, you figured you're going to lose against Georgia, you're going to lose against Alabama, you were probably going to lose against Mississippi State, you were probably going to lose against uh, Auburn today. So there's four losses. And then if you get to eight eight wins, that you know that, that means you had them beating Miami. But if you, if you haven't beaten Miami and Auburn, that now pushes that win total to perhaps as many as nine or even ten. Because I didn't I didn't have them beating Mississippi State. I have them at a much better chance in in, in beating Mississippi State, especially at home in Tiger Stadium. Yeah, sir. Uh, I, I'm already uh, can predict to you this. Uh, we're gonna be Georgia by ten. I, I just <laughs> uh-huh. and my friends. We write a little. Uh, we always write down our scores. And uh, I told my friend Eric, I said we're gonna. We're just gonna take a kick to beat them. We're gonna beat them, and we did. You know. Yeah, uh, I, I want to believe you on Georgia, but given my track record this year as far as predictions, I can't yeah. say that you're wrong. Thanks for the phone call, George. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, you bet, Chad. Hey, what's going on, Chad? You're on the Purple and Gold Point after here on WWL. Hey, Christian, what's going on, man? Um, Not a lot. I gotta say, it's such a good feeling, isn't it, to have a kicker that you're not scared that they, when they put him out there, that he's gonna miss the kick. Uh, years and years since we've had a, I mean, a really decent kicker where you, you just knew with this guy when he goes out there, I feel like he's gonna make every kick. Yeah, look, they have a weapon now. They have a legitimate weapon. They do that. And and when was the last time you, you'd seen excellent clock manager by an LSU team? I mean, that mm-hmm. last drive was... Textbook. I mean, textbook perfect. 
And I also wanted to say, uh, the young man from Auburn, I, I think his last name was Cox. Uh-huh. What a stand-up guy. Every time an LSU player was down, it seemed like he was over there to check on them. And I just I just got to say hats off to that guy. Well, hats off to whenever you see good sportsmanship in general. It doesn't matter. I mean, as much as those guys are competing against each other, they certainly don't want to see any anybody get hurt and, and in particular have a serious injury because they right. they truly are all one play away from getting injured or seriously injured. So, uh, look. That's that's class. That's character. That's what sportsmanship's about. That's what you try to you try to focus on with your children whenever if they're watching the game with you. You try to highlight those. Yep, man, just a great feeling. I mean, awesome win, awesome feeling. Now I'm ready for the rest of the season. Thanks. <laughs> all right, Chad. I think a lot of fans of LSU are looking forward to all of a sudden the matchup with Mississippi State, Florida, Georgia, Alabama. This win just increases that much more energy for the game against Alabama. It gives you hope if you were hopeless that LSU could could hang with Alabama. It gives you hope. Now, they'll ultimately determine that in November when they host the Alabama Crimson Tide after a bye week. But it gives you hope that they can. That's important for a fan. All right, we'll step away and come back. You can weigh in at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. This is the Purple and Gold Point After here on Tiger Radio, WWL. Got a text here at 870-870. Christian, do you think Joe Burrow is getting better and will continue to get better as the season progresses? I think you can answer that. And the answer is yes. He is getting better. He got better. He took a major step today. I think he'll he'll continue to get better as they trust him more. He's earned their trust. You go on the road on the plains of of Auburn and pull out a win, passing the football, erasing an 11-point deficit, making clutch throws, yeah, you've earned the coaching staff's trust at that point, and you've definitely gotten better. Back to the phones we go. Webb on line one. Go ahead, Webb. You're on WWL. Hey, Christian, uh, what do you thought about the officiating today? I thought it was pretty consistent. Okay, okay. I thought they could have called a few uh, other calls, but... Uh, I thought it okay. was pretty consistent. Okay, that, 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 that's fine, that's fine. I thought a couple of calls that, that wasn't... I think, you can, I think you can do that in any, every game, though, to be honest with you. You're By right. the way, did you see You're Devin right. White today? I mean, what a menace he is. Goodness, is he talented. I mean, wow. he, the, the only way they could block him is to hold him. Right, exactly, exactly. That, that's why I was just asking. That, I mean, it looked like they were calling a lot of penalties in the first half, but, and then they stopped in the second half, you know? Nah, I thought, I thought the officials got these right. I thought they had a good day. Okay, man. That's all I wanted to know. All right, Webb, thanks for the phone Thank call. You. Enjoy the rest of your night. Yep. All right, Coach Ed Ogeron, moments after the game, here on Tiger Radio. Take a listen. Great job. Great job by coaching staff. Total team victory. Uh, we talked about poise going into this game. We knew it was going to be tough. We talked about exploding at 2.39 Central Standard Time, not before. It's an emotional game for our players and our coaches. And we knew that it was going to take all we had. And they did. And uh, give Auburn credit. They're a very, very good football team. Very well coached. 
give our coaches staff credit. We never gave up. We always thought we were going to win the football game. There were a lot of things that went well, a lot of things that didn't go well. And, uh, but we won the football game. We were 3-0, and and that's the reason we came on the plane. Give the credit to our players and our coaches and our leadership of our football team, the way they prepare, the way they believe in each other. They're, uh, they're a galvanized group right now. Uh, obviously, a very happy football team, uh, just like any other week. Uh, we're 3-0. and We're going to look at the film, enjoy the night, protect the team, go back to work tomorrow. Coach. Coach, just the challenges, you got to speak to the heat. Jack. Yeah. Yeah. We talked to the team about that, that uh, there's going to be adversity today. And all SEC games, there's going to be adversity. We have to fight through it. One of the things that we have developed on this team is leadership and character. And character is going to fight through that. We believed in each other. We didn't panic. Obviously, we made some plays. We made some conversions when we need to. And the defense made the stop when they need to. Plus two in the turnover ratio again. And again, the field goal at the end, but we put ourselves in a position to make plays. Was that the exact reason you brought a guy like Cole Tracy in, and how big a deal was it for that? Yeah, gives us confidence. We had confidence, and, uh, and uh, that he was going to make it. There was no question in my mind that he was going to make this field goal. It worked out perfect. Uh, give Coach Inman credit that, you know, the touchdown before uh, the long pass to Derek Dillon uh, gave us a chance to win the game. And we had defensive stops, obviously, and then we come back and we converted on fourth down. The slant to Stephon Sullivan I thought was a tremendous call. And then we ran the football and put us in a position to win the game. Exactly how you want to draw it up. Would you, would you see him out there? Would you think at all about the kind of crowds he's more used to kicking in front of? No, not at all. I've just seen him, I've just seen him make a bunch of field goals in practice, man. I, I feel good about the kid. I, I know his character. I watch him practice. I watch him prepare. No, there was no doubt in my mind he would make it. And is this why you brought your yeah, I mean, he showed today that uh, he's a competitor. Uh, things weren't always good, but he, he competed his butt off. I thought he played well. Didn't play great, but played well. Uh, he's 3-0. He's our start quarterback. That's pretty good. In that moment, what did you learn about Burrow? Particularly that, that 71 He's going to fight. He's going to fight. He's going to make the right plays. He's not going to panic. He's smart. He's going to make the right decisions. He's going to make the right calls. And when you have a quarterback that can do that with athletes, you have a chance. And that's what he's going to do. Were you telling him anything on the sideline when the previous couple drives, you, you had that take, INT from Greedy Williams and you go three and out? and then no. Take care of the ball. Let's go. I believe in you. That's all I'm telling. The, the way you've been talking about the passing game the last couple of weeks, the, the pass on the sideline, the point that, I mean, some of those were just incredibly accurate. Yeah. What do you think those proved about your passing? A lot of, lot of improvement. We worked hard on the passing game this week. I know our guys were really not pleased with their performance last week. So I, our guys, I don't know if the offense went home this week, and they really worked hard on making adjustments. But going into the game, Coach Hensmaker was confident if we can't protect. we got to give the credit to our offensive line. I don't know how many sacks, but it wasn't many. Uh, give a credit to Coach James Craig. I thought his offensive line played fantastic tonight. How ticked off was he after missing the first one, the, the play action? Say it again. How, how ticked off was he about the, you know, it seemed like you guys had a deep shot at the beginning. And then, yeah. I mean, it, it was an improvement over the game, but that. Yeah, we like just have to stay patient. Listen, when you, you play these games, thing, things are going to happen back and forth. And it's like, same thing happened to Harvard. You just got to keep on swinging. You got to take it one play at a time, keep on swinging. When you needed some expo explosive plays, Burrow and the rapport that he has with Jefferson seem to be a go-to yeah. guy. What do you yeah. see from them in practice and in games that yeah. leads to that? All summer long, they threw the ball together. And uh, Jerry believes that Justin, Justin's a good receiver for us. And uh, they have they have a little 
timing thing together. Now, Justin's our feature receiver right now. He made some big plays, but I thought Stephon Sullivan came in and made some excellent plays again tonight. Well, this might be hard to slow down the defense. Got turnovers. They got three yeah. and outs. Kept on playing. Kept on playing. We really kept on playing. You know, we we, we came in a game we're going to be very aggressive. Uh, when we uh, we had a fake punt, uh, Foster was wide open. We didn't connect it. And then obviously they went down to score, so that, that was a big turning point in the ball game. But we kept on fighting. Did you feel like you needed that? Serve the passes, and you credit them a lot for you know for protecting the ball. I guess what did you see from those last two drives? Maybe some really aggressive. Time? Yeah, yeah. Just the same thing we've seen in practice. And we knew he'd do it. He, Joe's not, you know, cool as a cucumber. He's not going to fault under pressure. He's going to make the right decisions. This might be hard to qualify right now, but do you feel like the environment, this game? Is the biggest win of your head coaching career? It's not about me. That would be about me. I went 3-0. It's about this football team and coaching staff. We could hear you yelling from in here. I have the right to do that, and I'll do it again. <laughs> Next. Next. Excuse me? Yeah. I, well, I got to look at the film, but he stepped up. He's a good athlete. Uh, Chase Hahn wanted to play defense. Uh, when people got hurt, I asked him to move over. He moved over. Coach Craig got him well. I think he did good. Team did well. Are you surprised that people still throw at Greedy? And then just can you comment on the play that he made for you guys? Let me say this to you. It's the SEC. So you have, uh, although Greedy is an outstanding corner, you have outstanding receivers and outstanding quarterbacks. So yeah, they go challenge. Coach, on Monday you were talking about in order to gain respect around here, you got to win the big game. And you were talking yeah. about Burrow. And you yeah. said last year with Danny, does this one qualify as yeah. the big game? I qualify as the big game for now. <laughs> Till the next one. And in this key in a game like today, yeah. conditioning comes into play in the fourth quarter. How do you, how do yeah. you give Tommy Moffitt credit. Our team's in outstanding condition. Give our coaches credit. We we started hydrating on Monday. We talked about it, and we said we will not let the elements be a factor for us. We're going to use it as an advantage for us. Uh, our guys rotated. Although our guys got tired, uh, the depth on the defensive line really helped us. We were really struggling on outside linebacker. Ray Thornton went down. I thought Michael DeBenedy and Andre Anthony stepped in and had a heck of a game. I thought those guys played played very hard. You had a decision to make there, fourth down. Did you think about punting and using your timeout? Nope. All right, Coach, you can take two <laughs> more. Two, Ed, right here. The ball. Get inside the 25 on the last drive. Many coaches in the country would try to get it a little closer. Was that just a, a statement about how much you believe in the guy you yeah. were kicking? Yeah, that was it. We, we didn't want to fumble the ball. We knew he was going to make it, and that was good enough for us. We thought about it going on third down. We actually thought about it going for the field going third down. That's how much confidence we have in it. Coach, on Monday, you'll probably be a top 10 team. You talked about locking out the noise. Yeah, you know, it, you know, that's, you know, we're going we're gonna to watch the film. We're going to get better. Got a lot of, lot of football left to play on to Louisiana Tech. Uh, we feel good about ourselves right now. We felt good about this football team the whole time. So whether people talk good about us or bad or not about us, this doesn't matter to this group, doesn't matter to this coach. We just go to work the next day, stay humble, and do the best we can for the Tigers. Thank you, Coach. All right, good. Thank you, guys. LSU coach Ed Ogeron after a huge 22-21 upset over the Auburn Tigers. You heard him say there, that's how much confidence they have in their kicker, Cole Tracy, going for the kick, attempting the game winner on third down. 
And they had two timeouts left, and I, I like what they did. They burned one you know, with two seconds to go ahead and kick it. But I understand the thought on third down, if you have a bad snap, you still got another chance. You don't run out of time. You can take another timeout and kick it again. Or, you know, who knows? Um, something goes awry, you can take a timeout. But it, they didn't need to. LSU put a stamp on a signature win today on the Plains in Auburn. 22-21, a big win for the LSU Tigers. It's the purple and gold point after. You can weigh in at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Do you you trust Coach O now? Or did you always trust Coach O? Have you gone like me, where maybe you were a little bit more pessimistic? Are you more optimistic about the prospects for LSU this season? 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. This is Look at the tradition Auburn and LSU has. Always close games, memorable games, memorable games, I should say. And just another one was 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 created today with LSU beating Auburn 22-21. And look, there could be some more upsets brewing in college football. TCU ahead of Ohio State right now, 20 to 13 in the third quarter. About to be 21 to 13. Keep in mind, Urban Meyer returns after this game. Hmm. Look, I'm a big believer in karma, and it just it just kind of happens that way sometimes. Because the Ohio State thing was a complete insult to every college football fan's intelligence. Everyone. I'm not going to get into all that again, but I'd love to see TCU be able to hang on and pull off another shocker. You already had Wisconsin going down today at the hands of BYU on a missed field goal attempt as the clock ran out of time. Wide left field goal attempt for for the Badgers. They lose to BYU. Biggest win for BYU since 1985. <laughs> this is why you love college football, though. Today, you saw an, uh, an LSU's game against against Auburn. Nobody thought that game was going to be won by LSU. The oddsmakers had, odds makers had them at 10.5-point underdogs. This is what's great about college football. These big upsets like this. Unfortunately, I don't think LSU can say that they had the biggest upset of the weekend when you consider the number six Wisconsin Badgers fell to BYU doesn't matter you don't have to and by the way let me go back to coach o's press conference i love what he said about this is not about me see that that's that's where a coach gets it that's where he gets it he doesn't he doesn't make himself as the reason why lsu's have the success although he knows that he has a hand in it he helps prepare that football team he helps make sure that they are ready throughout the week he makes sure that they're going over all the details everything's being covered all the while dealing with compliance, et cetera, et cetera. A good coach will never take the credit for a big win, but will always take the blame in a, in a loss, in a disappointing loss. We're going to go to Donald on line one. Go ahead, Donald. You're on WWL. Hey, I want to say this here. I believe in Coach O. I said it all along from the first start of the year that LSU 
we'll be three and zero at this time. Hey, you're 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 better than me, man. Good for you. I didn't have that optimism. I didn't have that I, optimism. I, I had I had confidence in Brucette. I knew he was gonna show up with Devin White. I knew it with the cornerbacks we had, and when twenty two got eligible, that was the seal that sealed the deal. Well, you, you didn't go out on much of a limb if you were talking about how good the LSU defense was going to be. Everybody knew that. Everybody I, knew that. I, I knew the offense was going to do enough to win. I had that confidence. Okay. Good. And you, you were your confidence was paid or it paid off for you today cuz you had this you nailed this one. Nailed an upset. I mean, you you might need to go to Vegas because I'm telling you, uh, if you picked this one three months ago, two months ago, a month ago, uh, you 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 knew something that nobody, not too many people did, everybody especially being was, ten and a half point underdogs. Everybody saying, "Pastor, you crazy?" I said, "No, I'm not. I knew the talent that they had coming back, and I know with Coach O, he can seal the deal." Ronald, thanks for or Donald, excuse me, thanks for your phone call. All right, let's go to Steve online too. What's going on, Steve? You're on the Purple and Gold Point after. Hi, Christian. Hello. Um, you asked the question, do we trust Coach O? I think maybe the better question to ask is, do we respect him? Ah. In, in, in this case, if you look at what he had at the end of last year, it took a lot of guts to say, look, Matt Canada's not working. We, we got to make a change. We got to bite the bullet. I think he was under pressure when he got the job to go hire a big-name offensive coordinator, and um, it just didn't work out. It was like a lot of hiring decisions that don't always work out. You don't really know what you have till you have them. So, and then it, it took some courage to to get uh, Ensminger because he's not the big-name offensive coordinator. And I tell you, I like what I thought today. He had three quarterbacks. And he didn't feel like maybe they were going to be able to do what needed to be done, so they went out and got Joe Burrow. He had a horrendous kicking game last year. They couldn't pin anybody back on punts. They couldn't kick the ball into the end zone on kickoffs, and they couldn't make a field goal, and he corrected for all of those. Um, you know, he's, I think he's, he's in confront the gaps in his program, he goes out and fixes them. And um, so, so far, I like what I see. And the other thing, too, that we, it's easy for us to forget, but the year that he was the interim coach, he turned around the program that was not looking good. Well, I guess where did we start? Two and two. And he really got the team to play for him. And I think he's going to get the best out of what he has. And I think it's going to be an interesting year, but we still are a young team. and uh, But the potential is there based upon what we saw today. Certainly is. And it's a great point. Do you respect Coach O now? That's that's another uh, layer we can add to our opinion poll if we if we, uh, if we we wanted to do so. And I think it's it's, it's a good good point for, for you to ask that, uh, Steve. And, look, and, and I think if I'm answering that question, I've always respected him, right, Steve? I've always respected him. But I have a newfound admiration for his ability to prepare his football teams to go out there in a tough road environment and be prepared and pull off a win, a big win in the SEC at that. 
So I think much higher of him now as a coach and much higher of this football team after seeing that. I think the other thing, too, when you look at today, going into the third quarter, it didn't look that great. But the, the, the team never gave up. They never lost confidence. They didn't um, say, oh, here we are. We're playing against a top-10 team, and they got us on the ropes, and we're going to fold up and go home. I mean, they stuck in that till the end. And to the comments that some other folks made earlier, they they did pretty good clock management. And that's something we had had a history of for a few years. So that's what I had to say. Thanks for the phone call, Steve. 504-260-1870, text 870-870. Ten-and-a-half-point underdogs were the LSU Tigers against Auburn. They win by one point. People lost some money. It's okay. LSU gained a win. And an impressive win. A resume-building win. 22-21 to 21 over Auburn. The tumor's corner not being rolled with toilet paper tonight. A lot of stunned Auburn Tiger fans wearing orange and blue in Auburn. Man, there's some really good games in this rivalry between these two schools. Everybody wants to talk about LSU and Alabama being the rivalry or LSU Ole Miss. I think it's I think the better the better rivalry is LSU and Auburn. LSU's won two straight now over over Auburn. That doesn't that doesn't sit well with those folks. Those folks, and Gus Melzahn. Two in a row. One that came back last year and a dramatic win. Another dramatic win today, an 11-point victory. Something about Auburn that LSU like, likes coming from behind. Maybe I'm reading too much into that, but you get the point. Significant win. Jump in the conversation on the purple and gold, point after, right here on WWL, 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. Do you trust Coach O now? Give me your game ball. Joe Burrow gets one for me. Coach O gets two. The offensive line gets as many as they want. The defense, of course. This was an all-around team-contributing win. You got plays from your special teams. You got plays from your quarterback, from your offense. You got plays from your defense. I mean, Lawrence is unbelievably good. Unbelievable on the offense, on the defensive line. Of course, Devin White was an absolute monster. And, I mean, Grant Pelpit, he was all over the place too. A defense has playmakers at every level. Now you're seeing an offense that can threaten you down the field, that is willing to call the deep ball and can execute the deep ball. I like the decision. I wrote about it before the game. I like the decision for the Tigers to let it all hang out. They played with house money. Call a trick play or two. Go for it on fourth down every once in a while. Risk the ball. They did that. That's what they were going to have to do in order to win this game. They didn't execute the fake punt very well. That's okay. Those things are effective sometimes even if you don't pull it off because it shows the other team, hey, we're willing to do anything and everything to win this game. That gets into the head of the opponent. I like the decision. We'll step away and come back to your phone calls at 504-260-1870. Text 87870. This is the Purple and Gold Point After right here on Tiger Ring. All 
All right, welcome back. Winding down here on the purple and gold point after an LSU win, 22-21 over Auburn, a shocking, stunning victory for the LSU Tigers. Right now, Ohio State back in the ball game, 21-19. TCU still hanging on by two points. They missed a two-point conversion, 21-19. The Horned Frogs trying to hold off, and so is Ohio State trying to survive before they get Urban Meyer back from a three-game suspension. John, on line two. Go ahead, John. You're on the Purple and Gold Point after on WWL. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Look, I just wanted to make a, a, a comment. Last night I was talking to somebody. I said they can survive Auburn's opening barrage because usually what happens, Auburn jumps on teams really quick. Well, that interception really set the tone and took the crowd out of it. And I think that had a lot to do with setting the tone in that first quarter and the first half and getting LSU settled in the game. And uh, I'll admit, I was one of those naysayers, but you know, I'm beginning to have you know, I'm beginning to have some faith. It's one game at a time because it is the SEC, and on any given day, somebody can come up and get you. So uh, it's a good win. I hope they enjoy it. As far as the game ball is concerned, I think it was a total team effort, and I think Steve Inslinger did an excellent job calling the game today. Did he, he really opened things up, and people were complaining, saying it looks like the same old LSU. Well, you know, he pulled us. So uh, hats off to Steve. I've been watching him since he played quarterback at LSU himself. So congratulations to the Tigers, and – you know, one game at a time and enjoy this one and go back at it. Hey, um, before you run, John, does this change your outlook for the season now that they've started out 3-0? Uh, it, it it changes my outlook for the season drastically because I really thought that juggernaut with, with uh, Auburn, Mississippi State, Georgia, and Alabama, I thought there was no way. But now I at least see that they have a chance. They have a chance if they just keep progressing and keep – you know, we got a downfield threat now. I mean, that quarterback has proven he can throw the ball. And from what I understand, the quarterback that Miles kid behind him can throw the ball even further and stronger. So I don't, I'm don't, i not worried about our our, our our passing game now. So I think we got a legitimate shot. I really do. So, yes, it, it has changed my season to the point where I think we can at least – we got a shot at winning these games. You got a shot at beating teams that you probably thought at the yeah, beginning of the year like you weren't going to beat. Those four teams – those four teams, Mississippi State, uh, Auburn, um, Alabama, and Georgia. Now I think we got a shot. Hey, man, um, you, you going to the Saints game tomorrow or no? No, I'm, I'm up in Indiana. I'm calling long distance. Oh, you're in Indiana. Okay. I'm from okay. New Orleans, but I'm calling Indiana. Right? We'll brought, uh, we'll brought you up to Indiana. Time. Oh, woman. A woman? <laughs> yeah, don't it always. I went to Mississippi State. but you know, Oh, did I, you? I, I, yeah, I graduated from there, but I've been a Tiger fan all my life. So, you know. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I but, get yeah, that. Indiana, Indiana's cool. You know, you got Notre Dame. I grew up watching Notre Dame football, out, you know, before Mass, after Mass, before I went to the Saints games when I was a kid. So, yeah, I like Notre Dame, too. So, you know. How long <laughs> you been up in Indiana? Uh, Twelve years. Twelve years. Okay. Yes. Still representing yeah. the Houdat Nation and the Tigers up there in Indiana, though, huh? Well, oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, when the Saints played the Colts in the Super Bowl, of course I was wearing my, you know, you know, black and gold. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. That's why it's hey. the nation. That's why it's the Houdat Nation, and far and wide. Happy. I could pick up WWL at night because it keeps me, you know, keeps me home in a way. You know, so. you know, you can always keep up with your favorite radio station uh, at radio dot com. I got to do is oh, go there. Absolutely, you can... but, but it's just it's just not the same listening to you live on the radio, especially. I got you. I, just... I got you. All right. Hey, go Tigers! Go Tigers, John. Good call, man. Mm-hmm. Hold it down for us up there in Indiana. Before we push out of here, I want to thank Jackie Harris at Master Control. does a great job putting together the program. Thank you, Jack, for your help for the last two and a half hours here on the Purple and Gold Point After. 
Wow. Didn't see this one coming. Glad I saw it happen, though. And, again, if you missed it earlier, I apologize to Coach Ed Ogeron and the LSU football program. Why am I apologizing? Because I had it wrong. There's not a lot of people that will apologize and admit when they're wrong. I am. I will. I'm glad I'm wrong. But my apologies to that program. I underestimated you as a team and Coach O as a coach. Happy to admit that. It's a good day. 3-0, LSU now sits in the top ten. They're going to sit in the top ten after beating two top ten teams in their first three games. Mind you, both of them were away from Tiger Stadium. That counts for a lot in polls. Counts for a lot on your resume. I'm glad I was wrong. I'm fine with it. I, I, I apologize to them. They deserve an apology. But I'm not the only one that thought LSU was going to be in that seven or eight win threshold or start out one and two. Bobby Bear is going to get after me pretty good on Monday. Even he will admit he didn't see them beating Auburn. He, I talk, When I talked to him on Wednesday, he didn't think that was going to happen. It's just, you know, it just goes to show you, A, predicting college football. By the way, predicting college football is, is really difficult. But, by the way, Ohio State, they're now on top of TCU, 26-21. TCU turned it over. They attempted a shovel pass. It went bad. Ohio State scores. They now lead over TCU, 26-21. Big upsets already in college football today. Number six, Wisconsin going down, by the way, of BYU. How about Nebraska, 0-2 now. The Scott Frost era not off to a good start out there in Lincoln. Pretty pretty gross there. Phone lines are open at 504-260-1870. Text 870-870. A texter says, how awesome would it be if somehow, some way, LSU is undefeated when we play Alabama and then LSU somehow actually beats Bama? Maybe Burrow has the game of his life. Well, here's the thing. I don't. I'll stop giving predictions. That's what I should be. I should stop doing, especially about LSU. But here's the thing. You don't. By what I saw today. You don't have to have Joe Burrow have the game of his life, to beat Alabama. You don't have to have that. You you have to have him perform in the clutch, which he did today, in big moments of the game. LSU hasn't had that ability at quarterback, in forever. They haven't had a guy with ice water in his veins and down by 11 to rally the troops. A big third down, need a pinpoint pass. Joe Burrow's got it. Brent, on line one. Go ahead, Brent. You're on WWL. Hey, go Tigers. How you doing? I'm good, Brent. Okay. I'm from Cutoff, Louisiana. I know... Cocho's mom, Miss Coco, we go to church together. <laughs> and what I like to say is that one thing is I don't think it's being brought up in, in your whole program. Well, I haven't heard your whole program tonight. I like to say that this coach, and I'm sure most of his coach staff, is probably, besides good coaches, they're good people. And they take care of their own, like their players, like their coaches. 
They're down to earth. Somebody got a problem, you go see Coach O or one of his coaches. And they will spend time to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Okay? This man has been through a lot in his personal life. But now he should be on the top of his career. And I am so happy for him. And I'm so happy for his mother, Coco, because she deserves it. And, of course, all Coach O deserves it. But I know he can't do it by himself. Okay? It no, he's, got a, he's got a really good staff. Look look at his, look at his staff. Dave Aranda, highest-paid defensive coordinator in, in, in college football. Steve Insminger he made the decision yeah. to get rid of Matt Canada and go with Steve Insminger. That's what – that's what good coaches do. They recognize a mistake and they move on from it. They don't dwell on it. And good for Coach O for doing that. And he got his team to three and zero. Couldn't be more. Couldn't be more impressed with LSU right now. Could not. Thanks for the phone Big call. Time. Thanks for the phone call. All right, that's a wrap for the purple and gold. Point after three and zero for the LSU Tigers. Two wins in the top ten teams against top ten teams away from Tiger Stadium. A little bit of a statement from LSU. Join us tomorrow morning. Our pregame coverage between Saints and Browns starts at 8 a.m. with first take with Steve Court and Seth Dunlap. And then it's the Bud Light countdown to kickoff with me and the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear. Kickoff is at noon. Zach Streve, play-by-play, Deuce McAllister, Saints color analyst, and Stephen Geller, the Saints sideline reporter. Saints and Browns at noon tomorrow right here on Saints Radio, WWL. Semper Fi, I'm Christian Garrick. I'm out. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.